Okay, that aged like milk, I think. Mm. This entire song has aged like milk. Oh my god. Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. And for those of you who don't recognize that atrocious intro, that is The Dreaming by Kate Bush, which we love. However, aged like milk. It's a very well-intentioned song that's very cringy. Yeah, when we were, we were initially we were going to do another song, um, but we'll get to that one later. Um, but we happened to be listening to The Dreaming, and I was like, wow, this sounds actually pretty fucking racist. I mean, and we, we've had that thought before. This is not a new thought, but it just no. really kind of hit home in that moment. Yeah, so I was like, huh, we should look up, you know, the meaning of the lyrics and, you know, see what... I, th- I think what we came down to was it's uh, essentially just well-intentioned white feminism that just got completely fucked up. Yep. First of all, the song was originally called the Abbo Song. As an Aboriginal. Um... Okay, first of all, why would you name it that and not do, like, the tiniest bit of research to see if something you're going to put out in the fucking world... <laughs> was racist because it happened they put out the single called the abo song like a seven inch single went out and they had to recall it because they got a bunch of shit um yeah i mean that's uh that that um that um term has always been a racial slur like it has never not been a racial slur it's still a racial slur it was in 1982 yeah when the song came out yeah, and I mean, we had this conversation, you know, going through all of the terrible ways that white people refer to indigenous people in Canada. And when I was a kid, it was Indians, and then it was natives, and then it was aboriginals, and now we use the proper term indigenous, because this is their country, then we happen to steal it from them. Yes, and I mean, some indigenous people still refer to themselves as natives or Indians or mm-hmm. whatever, which they're allowed to do, but us yeah, not when, so when much. Yeah, some of the work with says that, yeah. Yeah. Us, not so much. Yeah, we're white. We don't have any ownership of that word <laughs> or of anything that they say. Um, go for it, because we're white and we don't have any ownership of, of that language and terminology. Mm-hmm. And Kate Bush is British, and what are they known oh. for? <laughs> Racism and colonialism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Britain is where everything started to go wrong for the world. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so, I mean, right off the gate, that title is problematic. Uh, yeah. the kids say. And um, right, out, right out of the gate, that's just really problematic with that title there. Yes. And the other thing that's problematic, I find, is the atrocious fake accents he uses while singing. <laughs> I mean, she's just doing a bad Aussie accent, but... Uh, but, I mean, do you have to put on the voice and call, like, bang goes on the kanga on the bonnet of the van? Like, <laughs> Okay, see, I think that's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, you got a thing with no. eating kangaroos now? Jesus. No, but I think it's funny because it's just, like, really true because as... You know, I did an extensive road trip around Australia, and I saw so many fucking, like, uh, kangaroo crime scenes where cars had hit the kangaroos and the heads were, like, you know, in one place and the bodies were, like, 15 feet away and there was just, like, a blood lake. I'm going to put a fucking content warning on this with you and your fucking graphic description <laughs> of kangaroo murder. <laughs> It's like all other roadkill pales in comparison to that roadkill now. That was truly upsetting. I don't like, so, understand why. So, I mean, I can't I can't fault her for that line. I don't technically see a problem with that. Um, the accent is cringy, though, and I'm sure that some Australians are not that fond of it. Yeah, I, I feel like most Australians kind of... I think well, Australia as a whole gets made fun of a lot because they were a penal colony and... Her, 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 penal. Uh, <laughs> penis. Um, and The Simpsons really went to town on making fun of them, which I is one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons ever. 
That was just a little kick in the bum. Um, which I sent to your friends at one point, and they, that's why your friends don't like me, I think. <laughs> I quoted that a few too many times at the wedding. Um, but yeah, I think they've, they've kind of been the butt of jokes in pop culture and, and comedy and, and media for a while, and I, I feel like putting the accent on was not entirely necessary. Probably I feel not. like just singing in a posh British accent would have been just as terrible. <laughs> Uh, so you have a page of notes. Do you want to go through the notes and then we'll do like a line by line or? Um, yeah. So another little bit of cringeworthy, um, language in the song is the use of the word Aborigine. And we were talking about this and that word fell out of fashion in the sixties because, um, racism, racism. And the song was released in 1982. However, the events of the song, Mm -hmm. which describe, the destruction of the indigenous land by Australian settlers who um, were doing nuclear tests, basically, um, yep. and mining. Um, that was in the 40s, so that could have she could have been making a reference to the language used in that time. But I'm still not entirely necessary sure that it's necessary for her to use that language in 1982. Yeah, although you can you make the argument that for authenticity's sake, like. You want to be true to the the thing you're referencing. Like Mad Men, when it started, got in a lot of shit for being Mm anti-feminist and misogynistic. And like, I think one of the first lines is, do we have any Jews? Do we know any Jews? (laughs) It was just like, whoa, okay. But then you have to think, okay, this is of the time. This is all very, I got in so many fights in grad school. This is of the time. So yeah, it's going to be jarring and terrible and shocking for us to watch because this is, we've evolved past this. But if you're singing about a time like a specific thing, just referencing it and you're not in the time, I don't know if you need to use that kind of <laughs> kind of language. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that and I don't know what her intentions were but with using that word, so I don't I just know that I hear it and I f- feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably just like a lot of white guilt coming through too. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but yeah, not not the best. Not the best, not the best. And um she also uses the word civilized to describe the white australians yeah which again she's coming probably coming at it from their viewpoint but the whole the whole running theme through the song is that oh the australians mistook the in aboriginals quote-unquote for trees yeah um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is really dehumanizing, and then to say that the white Australians are the civilized people is Yes, the further... civilized. Keep alive the territorial wars. Yes. We'll get into the lyrics, but still. that It's further dehumanizing. Don't like that. Don't like that. It's further dehumanizing. <laughs> Super dehumanizing. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think you can also kind of draw the parallel of civilized and, and savage, which is also a slur used against a lot of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. It still is. Still is, yeah. Um, Side note, if you're using the word savage to describe something in, like, drag terms, maybe don't do that. I mean, drag queens need to stop stealing words from everybody. It's true, but (laughs) I've seen some indigenous people specifically say how much they hate that word used in any context. It's used very much at home still, like, oh, that's savage. However, there's people at at home in Nova Scotia with the last name Savage. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those indigenous people or? Uh, no, they're all white. Okay. <laughs> super, super white, which I'm just like, oh, there's so many things to unpack there. Anyway. <laughs> hmm. 
Nova Scotia is not known for being completely racially tolerant on a good day, so we'll just no, leave it No, I've that. witnessed that myself. That's podcast in and of itself. Well, what else do your notes say? <laughs> um, oh, how about Rolf Harris and how that was terrible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rolf Harris played the didgeridoo on this song. And then I guess somewhere in between recording the song and then the 2018 remaster of the song being released, um, he was charged with sexual assault. So they cut him out of the song and replaced him for the 2018 remaster, which is good. So, yeah. <laughs> but it just feels like... It, it was like sexual assault charges and like child porn and all kinds of shit with this guy possibly yeah. yeah um it just it just there's so many just like how you said before cringy aspects yeah. of the creation of this song and it didn't do very well um on the charts the album did okay for about 10 weeks but the song never went past like number 48 on the charts or something and it's like gee i wonder why yeah can, can't imagine can't imagine can't imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i mean the didgeridoo is not something that's you know wildly popular anyway but i wonder if it was just the weirdness of it because it is kate bush and she's wacky or was it just like this is completely unacceptable and inaccessible as a song like it's double-sided like this is bonkers um but also this is not good <laughs> i guess i mean kate bush is not necessarily known for being accessible in her earlier days but um no this was a whole different kind of inaccessible i think oh yeah we got super baked on uh 420 listened to all of kate bush's stuff and i was just like this makes even less sense now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it didn't work out quite as well as i think i wanted it to i just felt kind of like this is stressful i'm starting to hear weird voices in uh get out of my house so i had to turn it off that's a whole whole story My bathwater noises were sinking with Your the song. Your bathwater so noises were Sarah. freaking me the fuck out with the, <laughs> the donkey. It was a whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you might think it's a good idea to listen to the dreaming when you're high, but maybe it's not. That's we don't get as saying. high as I did. I, yeah, I think that was the key thing. I think the key thing was that we were really fucking high and we should have been like moderately high. I should have been like half as stung as I was. Um... Yeah, I mean, overall, I do love The Dreaming. The Dreaming is my favorite album of hers. I think it's, it's, she called, she's called, she, I think she referred to it as my It's Gone, I've Gone Mad album. Mm-hmm. So it's out there. And yeah, it's strange. And yes, there's like 30 seconds of donkey noises on Get Out of My House. And oh, fun fact, um, Depeche Mode sampled the breathing uh, on this song for Personal Jesus. That's true. That is very cool. And I didn't know that until about a week ago, which is really impressive considering my tendency to look up a lot of stuff about musicians that I really like. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add before we get into the lyrics? Or? Um, just that what we were saying about the song being inaccessible. The thing is, I don't think sound-wise it is that inaccessible maybe that's just because i listen to weird shit like it's really catchy like oh, i find, it, I find yeah. it, ca- caught in, it being caught in my head all the time yeah and i think that maybe it was inaccessible as a single because people were thinking of kate bush as like the wuthering heights batshit crazy lady yeah uh, the, oh this isn't though the same lady in the red dress or the white dress depending on where you lived <laughs> in the <laughs> video um prancing around with crazy eyes this is very strange with interpretive dance and costumes and pyrotechnics <laughs> 
Yeah, the video, by the way, is really awkward. Yeah, I don't know if the video is racist or not. I would probably... I think so, because there's literally people who have darker skin who are meant to be the quote-unquote aborigines who are dressed up, as, yeah. <laughs> dressed up as trees, crawling out of trees. I don't know. And Kate Bush is dancing in front of them, and she's presumably like the minor settlers and she's in a weird suit and she's um it's the suit has like weird symbols on it and it's, it looks like it should be like quote-unquote aboriginal paintings or something like it's there's a whole it's a mess it's a fucking mess yeah i don't feel like we need to do like a scene by scene commentary but just on the whole <laughs> it's very... also the the weird weird fucking dance she does with the chorus i just i what is that <laughs> if you haven't seen the video go watch it it's on youtube it's an adventure Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, watch most of Kate Bush's videos because they're pretty great for oh, yeah. the most part yeah. and definitely really wild. Yeah. It's lots exp- of weird dancing. Lots of weird dancing. Experiment 4 is really cool because Don French and Hugh Laurie are in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it Donald Sutherland is in Cloud Busting? He's in Cloud Busting. Um, uh, who's the, the guy in Running Up That Hill? He's he's a famous actor, right? Or he was a, a theater actor, I thought, in, in England. I don't know. He's very flexible, though. Very bendy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the lyrics. Oh boy. I'm not going to say the chorus because I'm going to sound like a colonial <laughs> if I do. Uh, so it starts off with um, the didgeridoo and then bang goes another kanga on the bonnet of the van. See the light ram through the gaps in the land. What? I'm also not doing the accent because I don't. No, need... please, for love of God, don't. <laughs> Um, what do you think the see the light ram through the gaps in the land I means? think that potentially... See, this is where I think she came, this started on a good note, because see the light ram through the gaps in the land is where white people came in and, like, took stuff away and took stuff from the indigenous people mm-hmm. of Australia. And what's shining through is is an indication of, of their culture and their life being missing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, many an aborigines mistaken for a tree. Uh, Till you near him on the motorway, and the tree begins to breathe. And the tree begin to breathe. Oh, begin to not breathe. Even, not right. even proper. So she's essentially oh, just making yeah. fun of the way Australians talk. <clears throat> is, it a, is she making fun of the way Australians talk, or is she making fun of the way indigenous people I don't talk? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they see the light ram through the gaps in the land. In the morning, coming in with the golden light is the new man. There we go. Coming in with a golden light is my dented van. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Coming in with a golden light is the new man. Clearly, that's just white people coming in to ruin things. I'm assuming the dented van is referring to the Kangas, though. It is, yeah. But it's still, like, when people arrive there, they hurt the kangaroos. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, And then there's the lovely... Fucking chorus. Can we call it a chorus? It is a chorus. Yeah, so basically the chorus is just her sort of stuttering the word dream time. And the dream time is sort of... It's, a, I think it's fairly important to, Aber- to indigenous, indigenous culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, it symbolized a time where sort of animal and human form were alike and they're almost one. And it was supposed to be like a really important religious thing which again i didn't know until i looked it up today um well so that would bring us a second layer of oh fuck to <laughs> uh bang goes on the kanga on the bottom of the van because if she's if the, if the dream time is where human and animal are one oh shit yeah then she's just running over like indigenous spirits maybe oh everything about this is awful <laughs> i mean are we just are we just thinking this because we want to assume the worst right now i don't know i don't know but like Given how indigenous cultures are treated, 
it's not any better than than what it was back then really like no, no. not not by great leaps and bounds like there's a literal investigation into how the country fucked up and literally lost track of its citizens not its citizens people who were here first um the missing and murdered indigenous women it's a fucking problem in bc there were reports of them of women going missing from vancouver and the cops were just like, oh, lol. Well, look, yeah, we'll get on that. We'll get on that. And it was a fucking serial murderer. Yeah, and I, again, have been to Australia, and I've been to more rural um, areas of Australia, and uh, I definitely saw a divide there. Mm-hmm. It was really uncomfortable. It was really stark. Yeah. It was, yeah, but you, but you were telling me, I was just like, that is wild. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing to consider, that the, maybe the Kanga is a literal Dreamtime reference where it's mm. just like, oh, okay. Uh, this is we mentioned this in the intro. Uh, the civilized keep alive the territorial war. See the light ram through the gaps in the land. Erase the race that claimed the place and say we dig for ore. Uh, that's the nuclear testing. Yeah. So they were digging for ore to do the nuclear testing. Yeah. Which is which is you know yeah. completely necessary to destroy an entire civilization for your own fucking war and nonsense. Um, so you you looked up the the next line or dangle devils in a bottle and push them from the pull of the bush. So basically, I I don't really have a problem with this line because it's putting the blame on the on the settlers, but it's um, a, a nod to the alcohol problems that some of the indigenous people developed as a result of their interactions with the white settlers. So yeah, um, that's actually a really clever line. It is very clever. Um, and I kind of, I kind of wish that there was a little bit more of a taking of the blame because, because white yeah. people did that. Um, but I mean, the dangle devils yeah. line does in, indicate that yeah, they're tempting them knowingly with something mm-hmm. yeah. negative. So yeah, um, yeah, dangle devils in the bottle and push them from the pull, of, push them from the pull of the bush. So you're pushing them out of their land that's yeah. calling them home yeah uh you find them in the road see the light bounce off the rocks to the sand in the road and then there's the in the morning come in with the golden light whenever i hear the second chorus i just think of that bullshit dance she's doing <laughs> it kind of looks like what i'm doing when i do my little like standing crunches yeah it's almost yeah if you've seen king of the hill an episode where hank leaves as luann and peggy are doing their like aerobics on on the tv um it looks similar to that it's very strange. <laughs> like, literally, I do this, like, almost every day. Or at least I have during quarantine, because what the fuck else am <laughs> what I the fuck do? do? Yeah. So this this chorus actually brings up the, the Woomera, which is the location of where they did the testing. Mm-hmm. I wish, again, I did not know until today. So we're learning things, mostly that racism was terrible in Australia and still is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, they insert Woomera into the very drawn-out way of saying dream time. Several times. Um, and they're right back to many an Aborigines mistaken for a tree. I see the light ram through the gaps in the land. You near him on the motorway and the tree begin to breathe. And it's, and it's just, it repeats the the same verses before. Erase the race that claim the place and say we dig for ore. See the light ram through the gaps in the land. Dangle devils in the bottle and push them from the pull of the bush. I mean, it's a... <laughs> Again, it's really catchy. It's yeah. well-intentioned. It's memorable yeah um a lot of the lyrical turns are really clever it's just it's just it's it's not great (laughs) (laughs) because like i said it aged like milk like it's it maybe back then like in the 80s it had some sort of like political context and political meaning and people were like oh this is good you're bringing attention to it but it if when you look at the lyrics critically it's 
very white and very kind of white savory, which is not nice. I don't think it's white savory. I no? think it's no. I think it's. I don't think that's intention anyway. Though, okay. though again, the civilized line does make it come off that way a bit. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I was getting. Like, the civilized keep alive the territorial wars. Like, what what that's getting at is, the white people are keeping alive the territorial wars, whereas like because they're fueling it and they're doing all this bullshit, and it's the implication that the indigenous people are savages or mm-hmm. uncivilized. It's just like when you actually look back and and look at indigenous populations and indigenous, um, like indigenous groups who who existed before white people showed up and ruined everything, they had like fully functional cities and and ways of running things and societies and like if you look at um, Ontario and Quebec, the I think it was the Cree they had like full full societies and a way of running things and government and it was all fucked up and white people showed up. Yeah, maybe if people listen to the indigenous people, or Earth wouldn't be slowly melting. Well, that was that was the big thing about Australia when the fires were just ruining everything. All the all the indigenous activists were like, "Look, if we had just listened to us when we said, maybe don't do this. Maybe we have been taking care of the land for fucking ever, <laughs> and we didn't have any problems with this shit until you assholes showed up." <laughs> Seriously, I mean, the decline <laughs> of the Earth has been. I said slowly, but it's actually pretty rapid. It's actually like within decades. It's not, it's not something that's been happening no. since, you know, three thousand years ago or something. No, as really. soon as as soon as um, like industrial revolution started, pollution was a thing, and then pollution became part of capitalism and colonialism, and like environmental racism is very closely tied to climate change. Mm-hmm. And if, oh, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch Ellen Page's "There's Something in the Water." I did not realize quite how bad the cancer epidemic was in Nova Scotia. Um, I knew about the racism. I'm from there. I know how bad it is. But but I didn't realize, like, it was to a point where we probably have some of the highest, if not the highest, cancer stats in the country. Which makes me feel so great. I don't live there anymore. I know, but you did. I don't now. (laughs) I got out. Um, So, overall, love Kate Bush. Love the Dreaming, the album. Love the song, it's catchy, but I'm also very much aware that what we're listening to is not phrased in the best way. Also, just last thought, we met on the Kate Bush subforum oh, of Tori mes- message boards, so we've clearly been involved in the Kate Bush fandom for quite some time, and we still keep in touch with a lot of these people. Have you ever noticed any sort of discontent voiced about the song? I don't really remember there being any. I don't any. think anybody... I don't. I, this is a long time ago. I don't remember a lot of super in-depth analysis going on on the forums. I remember a lot of discussion of the music and the videos and... Like the music, the, like the actual melody and, and not so much the lyrical discussion. But if there was... Um, it may have been too much for me because I was still technically kind of a new fan and I was just trying to like be immersed in the music itself. That's true. I, I don't quite recall. I don't... I remember more drama about Tori Amos lyrics, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I guess that was a bit more of our focus. Yeah, I got time, banned because but... I posted a link to a leak of fairy tale, And then I remember, I think I got like a warning because I was in a fight with somebody over the existence of an edit sound in the, the fairy tale single <laughs> like this was my life when i was 
university. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we met, and that's why we're weird. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> that's why we're together, because we're, it's both the, we're both the same brand of weird. That's what I should <laughs> We say. have the same brand of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't remember any, any real... Um, in-depth or critique of of lyrics i remember there were like threads to like discuss oh no there were um no there were listening party threads right there were listening party threads um but i could never really do it because whoever organized them i think was in england and it didn't match up with my class schedule Mm. so yeah i missed out on those um but I, i think there were i think it was i'm sure going back and looking at it now I, I think if we were to bring this up to people on the forums, that there would be a bit of, oh shit, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, and I guess we should point out that when we were on those forums, that was many years ago, too. Yeah, so that was people... 2003, 2004? Yeah, so people were perhaps not thinking about these words in the same way that they would now. Yeah, because like back then, um, like calling somebody a tranny was still okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which and, it and never using, have been okay. But. No, and and using the word in, in, back then, even saying Aborigine or Aboriginal in Canada was still an, a, an approved term by white people. And then yeah. we've we've grown and evolved, and we learned that you know don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think there is there is an argument for language evolves, um, and things do change. And I do think that in 1982, maybe the language he was using was not the most politically correct. Um, but I have to, you know, I don't know her mindset. I don't know what the point of this was. I know she said in an interview she was very upset about hearing what had happened and what had happened to the indigenous people of Australia. And she wanted to, to put it out there. Um, I, I just wonder if she had done a bit more research when she had changed the lyrics. Yeah, and I mean, we also have to remember that Kate Bush was, what, in her early 20s when she released The Dreaming? Uh, yeah, so she was, what, 19 when the first one came out so yeah so she'd be like mid 20s i mean we're all morons when we're in our mid 20s yeah <laughs> so i mean there's some people in their mid 20s now who are pretty on top of things i think but like i think for the most part we're all fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. so i mean she probably wrote this when she was like in her early 20s or something and i i don't think i i know i wasn't the most critical of people no. when i was 23 or whatever no but i think i think the overall takeaway i've been on this for like half an hour so much for me to do in a short podcast i think the overall takeaway is it is well-intentioned she was trying to do a good thing she was coming at it from a place of genuine care and concern um the language could have been better and looking at it today knowing what we do about how indigenous cultures have been treated are still treated um it's it's not great in terms of linguistics and not not the as bad imagery as in the video oh jesus the video i'm not even getting into that i will say though this isn't quite as bad as that one patty smith song where she was at the word you can't say mm. which yes. i do want to do a podcast about but it's gonna be difficult because we, we will never say the word no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not we'll not say the words we'll figure out a way to actually discuss that song without without saying it because it's it's a good song and again, intentions are good, but whoa, you did not need to say that. Yeah, and she still performs it. So, oh god, we'll yeah. get into that later. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that'll be our next episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So, final thoughts: good, good song, bad song. What do you think? Mm, I mean, I, I I'm, almost all these songs that we talk about, I like. Yeah, it's you know, I like it. It's. I think I think what we're what we're realizing with the podcast is we we like a lot of stuff that's questionable. 
but part of what makes it fun to listen to and fun to engage with is because it is questionable and because we can take a step back and be like hey wait a minute because we get to critically engage with yeah it. because we can critically engage with stuff and we can pause and say huh okay this this is catchy as fuck but oh that mm, maybe maybe let's look a little deeper like i'm probably not gonna do this song at karaoke but i might like have a bit of a time with it in my apartment yeah i mean we definitely have had dance parties and we put on some Kate Bush videos and yeah we always put this one on because the song itself is fun to dance to yeah while we consider how white people have fucked shit up <laughs> in conclusion throws hands up in air yeah inclusion shrug emoji yeah. i don't know <laughs> it's good but it's also not let's go with that yeah sounds good <laughs> um if you're a Kate Bush fan and you have thoughts about the dreaming um we would love to have have your take on this because we're just two white weirdos um we sh- I should point out that we have the the dreaming vinyl framed on our wall. I'm gonna take a picture of that right now for Instagram because it's very far. Oh, I can't do it because the cat's on me. <laughs> Thank you, Seamus. <laughs> he was so quiet for so much of this. Um, yeah, we have a, a framed album cover of the dreaming on our wall. Like it's right in the middle of our living room, like a place of honor. Yeah, right beside. Uh, actually, we took down our wedding photo to hang up the Kate Bush album. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there you go. There we go. We are dedicated. But yeah, if you're a fan and you have thoughts on this, I, we, we want to hear your take on it and you know, have you considered this? Do you know stuff that we don't know? Um, and I mean, God, we're talking about this as white people, so like, what do we know, really? So, you know. Even Seamus is like, you know, fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm very open to hearing other other people's thoughts. Not maybe the cats Not right Seamus's now. right yeah, now. No. Um, but you're, I want to hear people's thoughts and, and opinions on this because it is... There's a lot there. <laughs> I said on Instagram. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Instagram, uh, if you want to follow us on there for pictures and memes and jokes and pictures of the cat, uh, we are F. Seamus. We are FKJ Pod uh, on Instagram. We are Killjoys Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us at killjoyspod at gmail. Um, yeah, and if you if yeah engage with us, like we want to know what other music nerds are thinking about. Please, we're all bored. We're all fucking bored and we're all stuck inside. And some of us have very demanding cats and I need to ignore him sometimes. So please email us so we have something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think next time we're going to try to tackle that that Patti Smith song. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Well, it'll be a very delicate episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that should, be, that should be fun. And yes, we realize we fucked up the schedule, but hey, time is irrelevant now because days have no meaning. Like I said on our other pod- podcast, Warriors, Bards, and Brews, uh, it turns out that it's really hard to want to talk and laugh sometimes when you're depressed in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, it's really hard to be funny about Xena Warrior Princess when you like are just literally laying on your floor crying. So, <laughs> oh, send us your best uh, I'm Gonna Lay on the Floor and Cry songs. Maybe we'll feature those on a future episode. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, I hope we hear from you soon.